weren't expecting this at all. Um, I go way back with Chuck in this ministry, um, way, way back, back into Denver, and first um, heard Chuck at Calvary Baptist Church in Knoxville. Um, he showed up on a Wednesday night and began to talk about the exchange life, and, and, um, and something in me just really related to that. And I looked around at other people, and their faces were blank. And I thought, are you hearing what this man is saying? And then he left, and that was it. Never heard anything more. Never heard anything more from the church. But then I moved to Atlanta right after that. And lo and behold, right before I moved to Atlanta, I had asked God, I had made a surrender. I had surrendered and said, God, whatever, however, whenever, through whatever means, I don't care. I just want you. That's all I want is you. And not knowing what that would mean, until I got to Atlanta and my whole life began to fall apart. And um, that was the, uh, the breaking down, the, the tearing apart, the pulling apart of my life. Because prior to moving down there, um, I had just become a new Christian. And um, uh, unfortunately, at the time, but now I can call it, it, it fortunate set of circumstances, um, the church that I went to at the time um, put me on a discipleship course. And it was do this, do that, and then do more of this, and then do some more of that. And then when you get through with that, we've got some more that we want you to do. And if you don't want to do it, that tells us that you're not committed. And um, the biggest part of it was uh, scripture memory. And I have to say, and I don't say this in a bragging way, it's just just something that came very natural for me. It's very easy for me to memorize things of any kind. And so when they said memorize, um, the, the word so that you can hide it in your heart and not sin against God I thought oh well I can do that I'm good at that and so I began to memorize scripture and um, we had to meet together in groups and um, uh, quote our scripture that we had, memor- had, had memorized and so I would show up with a chapter memorized and <laughs> see, I, I thought that was so cool that I could do a chapter and then I got called down for being arrogant they went, well, we didn't ask you to do that. And I said, yeah, but it, it was just so good. I went ahead and memorized it. <laughs> and then I started memorizing a book at a time. And my goal was to memorize the entire Bible because they taught me that if I hid God's Word in my heart, I wouldn't sin. And I believed that because I wanted God. I wanted Christ. And if that's what I needed to do, then I was going to just memorize the whole Bible. <laughs> and um, so I was on my way to doing that. And, um, and God intervened. Thank you, Lord. He intervened and he said, why are you doing that? And I said, because that's the way I, I stay okay with you, isn't it? And he said, no. He said, Linda, I'm the living word. That's good. And I live in you. That's good. And all you have to do is depend on me in you. I'm Amen. the word. You don't need to pull it into you. I am the word. That's I'm good. the living word. And if I need to bring something to your mind, I'm going to do that for you. I will, I will recall it for you. And so I was told by the Holy Spirit not to memorize one more piece of scripture for the rest of my life. And I didn't. I stopped memorizing. And you know what? What I got in exchange for that was this living word that just kept bubbling up because I really loved the word. That was kind of my thing. I would sit, I'm I'm a little bit analytical and I'm kind of a researcher and a studier, so I would sit for hours at a time in the Word and um, just drink it in. Well, I found 
that it would it would soak through me from the inside out. And I began to, to see that it was living in me. It wasn't something that I had to uh, take in my Bible and put it in me. It was already in me. And I began to see it come to life in me, um, which astounded me because that's not what I had been taught. And, um, and then um, I later um, had the privilege of hearing, um, uh, actually I went through counseling in Atlanta through um, a friend that uh, some of us here know, um, Tom Brady. And um, he began to share with me the exchange life. And um, the minute he shared it, I knew exactly what he was talking about. I don't know how, but I just said, that's it. That's it. And I heard a guy back in my church in Knoxville talk about this. Well, of course, that was Dr. Solomon. Mm-hmm. And so there was just this marvelous weaving together of circumstances and people and things that, that brought it down to this beautiful point that the hunger I had had, the, the, the wanting of Christ that I had, um, could be found in him alone that he would do that for me that he would be the life that I was looking for and having come out of a, a lot of rejection in my family um, and having been um, basically told that I was a wrong human being that I whatever I did was wrong um, no matter thoughts I had they were wrong they were not right and coming out of a lot of rejection like that it was just life giving for me to hear that I was accepted and that God uh, loved me just like I was and that he was going to put his word in me he was going to be the living word and it would, it would flow out of me and that I would become a river of living water he in me would become this river that people could come to and drink from drink from him and that excited me and so I began to um, continue to um, um, study the word I began to um, um, believe and, and uh, I'm one of these people that I was so desperate to be loved and so desperate to be accepted that when somebody said, you're already accepted, oh, I believed it. I just believed it. Because I wanted that so badly. That was great news for me. So I clung on to that, and I believed it almost to the point of it felt like fantasy to me, but I believed it, and I kept walking in it. Not by any strength of mine, because I was a total loser. I mean, there was just no strength in me to do it. But Christ in me began to make it become a reality because I was just naive enough to believe it. And I just believed it. And, um, and he was so faithful to make it become a reality as I stepped out to continue to believe, you know, the, the good news. Um, and it, it totally transformed my life. And I remember being in Denver and um, a gentleman named Leela Favor actually counseled me. Um, and at the moment that I got it, I was rolling around on the floor in his counseling office because I was going through a lot of pain. And Lee got on the floor with me and we kind of rolled around and he you know, gently led me to let go of the things that I was holding on to um, that I thought were giving me life. I finally released it and said, you know, I just give it all up. I flew back on the red eye from Denver to Atlanta and at the time my parents had a vacation home in North Carolina so I drove from Atlanta to North Carolina devastated, numb I felt like I was buried you know, I was in the, 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 um, the burial part of my identification with Christ and somehow between Atlanta and North Carolina the Holy Spirit descended into my car and, um, and I, was, I had not slept for probably 24 hours descended into the car and from head to toe um, something happened. I don't know what it was, but God just just totally transformed me 
and lifted me into his life, took me out of my old life and put me into him. And it felt as though um, a huge load of bricks, is the way I described it, had been lifted off of my shoulders. And uh, I felt like I was floating off the seat of the car. And I remember very little from that point forward because I think I was just really... um, uh, really enjoying my relationship with Christ at that moment. But somehow I got to North Carolina. I drove the rest of the way in a state of joy and ecstasy and got up there and began to write what had happened to me. And then I began to share that. I, I sent it back to Lee and said, Lee, look what happened on the way home. <laughs> and, um, but my life was never the same after that. Now, I'm not telling you that I don't make mistakes and I don't screw up. I believe me, I do. But there's something so restful in just being a child, just running through your day, having a great time in the Lord. You trip, you fall, you make a mistake, but you just get up and say, Lord, I'm so sorry, I forgot. I forgot who I was, and he pats me and says, it's okay, just get up and keep moving. And the acceptance, the acceptance in that is just beyond anything that I could ever describe. And um, I remember on Chuck's 80th birthday, I think it was Chuck. I hadn't talked to Chuck in a long time, and a mutual friend said, hey, you need to, you know, maybe send him a birthday card. He turns 80 today. And I remember sitting down for the first time in a long time, and I wrote you an email. I don't know if you remember it or not. And I recounted, I may tear up, I recounted the joy. And the security and the solidness that I had in Christ because of what you had shared mm-hmm. and because of the truth that, that, that you had, that God had laid on your heart to share with all of us. And, and that's been about almost 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's never diminished. It's never gone away. It's never gotten old. It's never gotten stale. Mm-hmm. It gets renewed every day. It gets renewed every day, not because of anything I do. Not, it has nothing to do with that, but it gets renewed every moment because of Christ in me. And um, I, I don't know what to say other than um, Jesus is so beautiful. He is so worth everything you could possibly lose. It's all worth it. You know, it's all worth it. He is, he is more than a replacement of anything you could ever lose. And um, the joy in finding him and finding um, all that he is, that he's my everything. And believe you me, I've had a lot of loss. And the loss is nothing compared you know, to what what he is and who he is in us. So, you know, I just want to encourage you that if you're in a place of uh, discouragement or if you're in a place of kind of not knowing if, if you need to uh, let go, you need to let go. You just need to let go and let Christ be your life because there's a life that he's going to give to us, that he gives to us, that we, there's no way we can, we can duplicate it. There's no way. We just need to rest. Just receive and rest. Amen. Amen.